0: Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and just a warning we cover every single game, every single spread, and every single total. Don't have the time to listen? No problem. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com or download the DGens app. Register for the site, and you can get all of our picks in written form. For those of you sticking around to listen, sit back, relax, and get ready to make some money. You fools. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here,
1: and it is Saturday morning, which means we can only be talking about the National Football League Week 5. What's going on, Max?
0: Week 5, which means Bill O'Brien Watch. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, Bill O'Brien Watch is done. Who are we watching now? Let's see. Uh, Dan Quinn Watch begins Week 5. Here we go. Let's, <laughs> see, let's see if the Atlanta Falcons can get a win this week and uh, save Dan Quinn's job.
1: we put romeo on the clock yet or no
0: well romeo is just on a different clock he's he's on he's on father time's clock at this (laughs) point in time (laughs) so uh listen romeo cornell will fill in for the rest of the season should he you know live uh but we we know which coach they're going to go after i'll I'll mention the name when we cover that game i'll mention that name
1: what is going on sex panther how's your birthday hangover
2: uh no drinking just went out with some guys watched uh nba basketball we get more basketball yay uh glad to have max back this whole i don't know how you guys do it this whole getting up early research stats notes like i don't know what that that was that was hard I, i'm i'm just back to normal sex panther so i'll just bring you the off the cuff stuff and make it up in my head as we go along how's that
3: there you go well they're gonna be two people like that you too rich you too yeah, well, my computer, as we we're saying in the morning, I had to do a Microsoft update, and I thought, wow, this will take a few minutes. Went out and walked the dog. Six hours later, went to bed, and uh, this morning woke up, and it was just crossing my fingers that it was done, thankfully, it was. Six hours? Might be time, to, up- Might be time to upgrade that machine,
1: Rich, I'm just saying. Yeah, well, it probably is. And maybe the Excel sheet, too, this week. <laughs> now, let's find out. Um, Man, let's just jump into it. We don't have as many games as we thought we were going to have, but we still have some for now. Carolina going to Atlanta first up. Uh, Atlanta opened up minus three and a half, Max. They're minus one now.
0: now I know. This is why we do the early lines now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because we find games that we like early on in the week. Because by Saturday, these, these lines are changing. Uh, Panthers, though, continue to be surprised. They lost Christian McCaffrey. Many, many people thought that that was it for their season, but Mike Davis he's filled in very well for them. Teddy Bridgewater has looked really great so far; is a nice fit down down there in Carolina. Falcons, though, man, they're zero and four, and you know after after Bill O'Brien was fired, the 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 seal's been broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An zero and five start, I think, will doom Dan Quinn. So, uh, you look at this this Atlanta defense; it's been bad. Injuries to the secondary have been a huge part of that. Offensively, Matt Ryan has done what he can. He's been off to a hot start of the year. Uh, he's he's dealing with an injured Julio Jones right now, though. That's a security blanket. I I like I, I like this much better when it opened. I I said on the, the early line, I still think Carolina has a chance to win this one straight up. But I, I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous that out of desperation, backs against the wall, not wanting to start 0-5, that the Falcons will come out with a big game. I will lean the Panthers here, but I would have bet them at, with, with, with the three and a half. Can you tell, I don't know if you, how quick you can
2: pull this up. I'll keep talking, but um, what, what the money in public are doing here, because that for that line to be moving um, I'm trying to see if Vegas is trying to bait us into anything here. Um, but you know, the, the Falcons have progressively their offense has been less productive. Now maybe it's, been better defenses that they played, but they were scoring, you know, 40 points a game and they got down to 26 and uh, last game was 16. So um, it's now you start to question, Hey, their defense sucks. And now the offense isn't putting up any points. You start to get really nervous, but um, the expectation was because that defense has been so bad that Teddy Bridgewater could go off today. Um, Kind of expect that will be the case. But I, I, what's going on with that line, Max? It's 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 fifty fifty.
0: It's a public and money. It's pretty much split. It's a shade a shade on Carolina in both directions. But you know, it's pretty much a fifty fifty uh, money money public.
1: I'd be shocked think, if I'd be shocked if the sharps weren't back in Carolina. I I think Max, you're you're three and a half. You sniffed it out. They sniffed it out too.
2: Yeah, I I think there's you're going to find a trend with me today. There there's a lot of. Um, going to be a lot of leans. I, I'm not finding a lot to bet, and this is going to be one of them. that I, I just don't like the bet. I'm, I'm going to lean Atlanta that they can get their first win today, tomorrow.
1: So you're doing what Vegas wants you to do? Is that what you're saying?
2: I'm, I'm just, they're not going to lose them all, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Rich? Well, they Vegas wants you to take one side or the other so they can get a piece of your money. The lean is probably the last thing they want you to do. Well, that's true. So I, I I'm looking at this game. As bad as Atlanta's defense has been, they've actually let up um, less yards than the Carolina defenses let up. So I, I expect that you know Atlanta will get their chance to score. So will Carolina. I don't know if I, I've figured out the the models in uh, Las Vegas because almost all of my games are like within a point of the line, which means I can't bet. But my model says lean Carolina. So uh, you know we'll have a, a lean. A kiss of death, I guess, or split. So I'm leaning Carolina. <laughs> we'll have
1: something at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, man's close. Whew. I'm going to lean Carolina here, too. Mm. Nice nah, screw it. I'm going to bet him. I'll take him plus the one. Fuck it. I was right on the fence. I, I've got them winning by, you know.
3: So, yeah, I'll well, take I, him. At plus one, why not money line them then? I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. What?
1: You know, I'm not going to get shit for it. It's going to end
2: up being You're a tie game. It's going to you be a tie game point anyway.
1: Point. <laughs> a plus 108. Big big whoop. All right. I'll just take the point. It's going to end up being a tie game. And yeah, that, that, that'll just fuck me over. All right. The total in this one opened up at 51 It's 53 and a half now.
0: I got this going under. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, again, we know that the Falcons can score. But I think this is going to be one of those ones where we're expecting it to go tit for tat, and it it falls flat. So I, I will go with the under on this one.
3: Uh,
2: I mean, Vegas has moved the line up, so everybody must be betting the over. With a one-point line, it actually puts it pretty easy. You're looking at 27. It's got to get over 27-27 to hit the over. I think both these teams can do it. Um, the last two games, Panthers defense has played very well. So maybe the Falcons will struggle again. Uh, I think they can get on the over, but something just tells me this is an underplay. So I'll leave me under here too.
3: The uh, Panthers style is, has been time of possession. So I think they're going to try to hold on to the ball. That's the best way to keep a potent offense uh, on the sidelines and off the scoreboard i'm just a couple of points away so i'm leaning the under two but it's going to be a, a big theme for me today is under 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 <laughs> under but i do have a, a few that i'm going to take
1: it's the under for me too, by like fractional so yeah it's an underplay but with no confidence at all god damn all right next up we got the raiders going to kansas city uh The Chiefs open up, well, you know, you know the story. They opened up like, you know, much less, but now it's 12. Actually, excuse me, now it's 11.
0: Yeah, I saw this at 11 before. Um, If the Chiefs win, I do not think Patrick Mahomes will hug another player from the opposing team this week. Not because of COVID concerns, but because I don't think any Chief player should ever hug a Raider ever. Just bad luck. I like it. Yep. For KC, we know that their offense is good. But I'm going to paraphrase Chucky Gruden here, talking about the KC defense. They will blitz you, they'll take the ball away, and they'll come from everywhere. Spagnola's defense has been a very important reason why this team is 4-0 and should be 5-0 after this week. However, this is just a lot of points to give up in a divisional game. If Derek Carr doesn't make mistakes, if he stays in at QB, if, if Jacobs is healthy, I think the Raiders have a balanced offensive attack. And if they fall behind, I, I don't think that Derek Carr is going to have an issue of throwing the ball to try to get a comeback here. It's just it's too many points for me. I'm going to bet Vegas and just gobble up all those points. Yeah, the,
2: so the, 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 the agreement here is that the Chiefs defense is really good. But when you look at the stats, you can move the ball on this team. Um, particularly on the ground. Kansas City's giving up 161 yards per game on the ground, and Josh Jacobs is a true bell cow who can get it done. So I, I look for the Raiders to give the ball to Jacobs often because uh, Kansas City's only given up 212 yards in the air. So you're not looking for a lot of success from Derek Carr. Henry Ruggs does come back. He'll be on the field. Uh, I believe Braylon Edwards is back as well. So he should get his full complement of receivers. Um, Waller uh, was, uh, again, a target machine last week. I would fully expect that. This is going to be, if you like tight ends, this is a game to watch between Waller and Kelsey. Um, I, you know, I got the Chiefs winning. I think the big question is, how big do they win? I I just can't get there. I'm, I'm going to lean... We did this with the Raiders last time, too. Oh, they they cover against New England. Well, no, they didn't. So who the hell knows? It's just going to be a lean for me. I'll lean with the Raiders.
3: The the reason, one of the reasons I would guess that Kansas City's pass defense is so good is because you don't have to pass on them. You can run the ball effectively, and if you can run the ball effectively, you can keep Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Kelsey and Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, all those guys on the bench. So I expect you're going to see – Josh Jacobs get the ball a lot, and it should keep the game close. It's not a big enough spread for me, but I'm going to just lean the Raiders. Mm. Yeah, if it was any team
1: but Kansas City I'd be betting the Raiders, I'm just going to lean the disgusting subhuman Raiders. But you're right, man. You can run the ball against the Chiefs. They're one of the worst teams against the run right now in the NFL. They're, they're one of the better ones against the pass. So It'll be interesting to see what Chucky can do. Is he smarter than Harbaugh? <laughs> uh, f-
2: What's up? You know, these, teams, these teams came laying out the game plan, right? The, char- the chargers kind of gave you a defensive game plan. The Patriots kind of give you an offensive game plan. That's you just don't turn the ball over. Um, but uh, yeah, they're the more film you get that some of these teams are getting a better idea of how to attack these chiefs.
1: Well, to be fair, Harbaugh and the, the Ravens did try that game plan defensively. They found out you don't blitz Patrick Mahomes or you should blitz Patrick Mahomes. the way, he was going to fuck you over. Uh, 56 is the total. It's where it opened. It's where it is.
0: I mean, I have this at like fifty yeah,
1: We're, we're shockingly similar, Max.
0: It's, it's like right there. So, I mean, I, you know, a slight under, um, it's looking at some books. It's a, it's a push. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 55 and a half. There you go.
2: Uh, you're, I mean, you're at 34 to 21 To, to is where you got to go to get there. Um, actually, I think they can get there ever so slightly while I lean me over.
3: Mm. I'm considerably under. (laughs) So I think the Raiders are going to try to run the ball. Uh, That'll keep Mahomes off the field. If they can keep Mahomes off the field, then Mahomes can not score. Though they can quick strike. There's no question about that with uh, Tyreek Hill and some of the, and uh, Nicole Hardman. But I still think the game goes under. This is one of them I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet the under. Oh, okay. I'll notate that.
1: We were making mistakes that I wasn't notating your bets on the under correctly. I'm going to go the under here, too. I, I, just like Max, I got this marginally under, but it, it is an underplay nonetheless. And yeah, if, if the Raiders gobble up any clock, it's going to be an underplay.
2: I will notate, we talked about this when we talked about the Chiefs, you know, a few days ago, um, but uh, they do no longer have that Thursday night game. That game was moved. So they really don't have to worry about um, how long guys are on the field or anything. They'll, they'll get their full seven days rest after this game.
1: That's good. All right. Next up, we've got the Rams going to Washington. Uh, the Rams opened up minus nine and a half. They're minus seven and a half now or seven, depending on your book.
0: the Rams offense started out nicely last week, but then Mm. they lost that rhythm. Uh, Giants defense stepped up. Yeah, Ellie got the win, but it it was ugly. Uh, They're going to head to Washington to play a football club that's in a bit of a flux at the moment. uh, Coach Ron Rivera hasn't given up on quarterback Dwayne Haskins, except for the fact that he's given up on quarterback Dwayne Haskins this week (laughs) in favor of his former QB from Carolina, Kyle Allen. If you do recall, uh, Sean McVay was an assistant with this Washington team from 2014 to 2016. Since he has left, this is a matter of four years, this Washington club has gone through eight, yes, count them, eight quarterbacks. McVay has been able to do well with his one quarterback, Jared Goff, and uh, I think he credits a lot of not just the Rams' offensive success, but the league's offensive success to the lack of crowds. He has come out and said that he believes that the offenses can communicate better, not just depend on hand signals. So I'm hoping the Rams can communicate really well this week on the road. I'm never in love with betting a big road favorite here, but I do think LA bounces back. I do think they have a big game and I will take my Homer pick and I'll bet the Rams.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think I finally found a game I'm going to bet, although it really feels slightly off. You know, last week the Rams were a double digit favorite against the Giants and now they're only a seven-point favorite against the Potato Skins. Uh, I don't see a whole lot of difference between the Giants and Washington. Washington may maybe a slightly better team. They can't run the ball. Uh, Gibson is actually more of a receiving running back. They're under 100 yards a game. Actually, they're at 92 yards per game. Um, but the interesting thing about Washington is their last three games, they've lost by 14, 14, and 15 points. So they've been pretty consistent about getting – Uh, blown out in their their last games. I thought the Rams would do it last week against the Giants. They've got the skill set. They've got the team. They've got the defense. They've got the offense. I agree with Max. I think they rebound this week. I'm going to bet those Rams. I hope they don't
0: screw me two weeks in a row. So we're basically saying that Dwayne Haskins is worth minus two points.
2: <laughs> I think this isn't a Dwayne Haskins problem. They, they, I mean, they got Gibson, McLaurin, and what else? It's, I, I agree with Max. I think Washington would be a lot more competitive if they just put Alex Smith out there.
3: Probably. I, I don't know how he's going to respond with his leg. I'm sure if he was uh, able to play – but uh, he wouldn't be out there if he was unable to play. But I, I still think there'll be some lingering uh, thoughts in his mind when he takes a first real-game hit. Looking at the stats, there's a, every edge belongs to the Rams, um, except for yards allowed. That's the one area that Washington is better than the Rams at. So I agree with you guys. I think the Rams do win this game. But I'm not going to do seven and a half. If I can do it at seven, I'll bet the Rams. But I'm not going to get beat by the hook. Yeah, we can get seven. I can get seven right now. Then I'll bet it Rams plus uh, minus seven. If I got <laughs> plus seven, I'd really bet the Rams. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. <laughs> yeah, it feels wrong, doesn't it? It feels a little off. Max, don't tell me your projections have it single digits that the Rams win. No, 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 no. Rich, no. did your projections say the Rams win by just
3: single digits? Let's see. The Rams, I have the Rams winning... By uh, in my projections, but not in my lines. Two different things. Okay, I have them winning by eleven.
0: Same here. I got them eleven.
2: Mm, so. I was just. I was thinking at least ten myself. Like it's a double digit win.
0: <sighs> but again, again, these projections are based off of Dwayne Haskins in at quarterback. I'm telling true, you true. that Vegas is saying that Dwayne Haskins is worth minus two points. <laughs> they're they're giving you two more extra points because they believe that Kyle Allen is going to be better in that offense. I don't know if that's the truth. So if 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 you had to look at this with Kyle Allen in there, we we don't have a huge body of work there. Yeah. I could argue that that might nudge it to the 9 range as well. So, okay. uh, I think we're close.
1: All right. Well, we haven't had one of these in a good long while, but we have a French kiss of death. I'm going to bet the Rams minus 7. Suspiciously we bet doomed. them. Or <sighs> didn't? Book it baby. Oh boy. <laughs>
2: money, line, money line the potato skins. Yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe so. But man, I keep either thinking I, I keep thinking the Rams are gonna wake up because they, they look like a sleeping giant. Like they're they should be performing a little bit better than they are. Um let's see here. The total in this one opened at 45. It's 46 and a half or 45
0: and a half. Over. I still got it going over. You can give me 46 and a half, I'll still go over. You give me 45 and a half, I'm definitely going over. But forty six and a half, I, I got this going over.
2: Uh you only gotta get to twenty-seven to twenty to get there washington scoring 20 i'm gonna lean the under here
3: yeah for me the the fear in terms of betting the over in this game is the washington side of the field and then last week the rams against the pretty pedestrian new york giants team had a struggle to find the end zone i'm gonna lean the under yeah i'm gonna lean the under here as well i've got it in there we go all
1: right next up we got I have to double check, make sure I didn't screen them. Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, Houston opened up minus six and a half. They're minus five and a half
0: now, maybe even five flat. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier, Bill O'Brien era is over. Long live Romeo, Romeo Cornell, as long as he can live. At 74 years old, uh, the clock is ticking on, on Mr. Cornell. Until the end of the season, when the Texans can officially hire Mr. Eric Bieniemy from KC because I believe that is the play that the Texans will make when they can. We know that they've underperformed all year. Uh, they have less wins than a Jacksonville team that was meant to just lose them all for a chance of the number one pick. But stories continue to come out about Bill O'Brien's mismanagement and terrible decision-making at both coach and GM. So while, while my numbers say bet the Jaguars, I'm just nervous about that post-coach bump. So I'm going to lean Jacksonville here, but it would not shock me if Houston comes out very strong just to prove that O'Brien was the problem there.
2: Well, O'Brien clearly was the problem, and the one thing you don't do is poke the locker room guy. You want to go and have an argument with J.J. White, you might as well just start cleaning out your desk, you're done. Um, That that had nothing to do with the wins and losses. He was already digging himself a hole there. But look, the Texans have talent. Deshaun Watson is a a legit NFL quarterback. Will Fuller's having a great season. Brandon Cooks can't stay on the field. And Randall Cobb steps up when they need to. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about David Johnson as as the running back. But, um, I mean, they've got talent. But the defense has given up nearly 30 points a game. And that's kind of been their issue. They can score, but they're they're giving up just a shit ton of points. Same could be said about Jacksonville, though. I mean, we, we like the mustache, right? Gardner Minshew, uh, James Robinson's turned into an absolute bell cow uh, for them. They weren't lying going into the season saying, this is our guy. But um, same situation. They're good for about 20, 21 points, and they're good for giving up about 30. So both teams are going to score 20, and both teams are going to give up 30, I don't know how you pick, up, pick this game. Uh, I'll lean Houston, um, but I'm not so positive they cover. I think I have this actually closer to like a three-point game.
3: I don't know how you can give uh, Houston to beat anybody by six. They do have a lot of talent, but the football games are one in the place where they probably have the least amount of talent, at least from offense, and that's the offensive line. They can't block. They can't give um, – mr watson any kind of time back there the guy's completely under pressure he's you know because of his amazing ability to make plays he makes them look better than they are Uh, i don't see how you can lay six or five and a half for the team that can't win coach or no coach i'm gonna bet jacksonville you're gonna bet him okay
1: i'm leaning jacksonville in this one
3: i just yeah the new coach
1: bump worries me so i'm gonna yeah, I just got to lean him. I'm fully aware of what happens when Romeo coaches his first game as an interim head coach, So sort are of the Green Bay Packers.
0: Hey, Arch, do you have uh, the ability to look at what this line has done since this morning?
1: Um, Yeah, one sec. I yeah.
0: checked about two hours ago, I'll say, and I swore I saw this at minus seven. Uh, let's see.
2: I saw a six and a half yesterday, and I'll say Caesars has a five and a half, so it's it's definitely moving. Oh. Huh. Well, No, that's that's a typo. That's got to be. See, that can't be accurate. Let's look over here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely minus seven this morning. Maybe it just hasn't tracked yet. I can't find it yet. Yeah, it's what's what's concerning here is I saw this at minus seven earlier and, and the money is significantly on Houston and it's getting better for them.
1: Every now and then they'll throw out, they'll do they'll throw that out just to see how it sticks for just a, even just a few just minutes. A little bit, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, anyway, just something that I thought I'd bring up. Okay. Interesting.
1: Uh the total in this one is 54. It opened at 54. It is 54, maybe 54 and a half.
0: Got this going under by about 4 or 5 points. Uh this this is definitely one of my under plays for the day.
2: This is hard because, like I pointed out with the stats, both teams are good for about 20 points. That gets you about 40, 42, but both defense are good for 30. So that gets you to 60. I I don't know. Maybe they play some defense today. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll lean the under.
3: Yeah, I have them significantly under, too. Um, I have them scoring combined for 46 points. So I'm going to bet the under. That sounds like an under bet, Rich.
1: All right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the under here as well. I just don't see them catching it. Just like Max, just like Rich, I've got about four or five point difference between what I think and the total. So definitely an underplay there as well. All right, we are moving on. Arizona is going to New York. I'm oh, not in really New York City, just New York, New Jersey. They're, they're, yeah.
0: they're heading 15 minutes away from my house. Oh, there, there you go. go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they're heading 15 minutes away from Max's house. There you go. <laughs> uh, this one opened up a seven and a half, and it looks like it's, uh, yeah, Cardinals minus seven and a half pretty much everywhere.
0: Uh, Jets had a COVID scare, but much like their receivers, it seems like they can't catch anything. The Cardinals started off with an impressive 2-0 and start. They've dropped back-to-back games. They should get back into the win column this week as Joe Flacco. Yes, you heard me right. Joe Flacco and the Jets are just an absolute train wreck right now. I think Kyler Murray should be able to move the ball against this lackluster Jets defense. Hopefully he won't need to run as much, uh, risk that injury that we all know is coming. I have Arizona winning by enough to cover this one, but it's a West team out East. We've seen a lot of cracks in this Arizona team the last few weeks. I'm just a little bit cautious here. I will lean the Cardinals, but yeah, they will win this one for sure. The, the problem here
2: for the Cardinals, the, the offense has been – fairly consistent but the problem for the last two games is they're giving up an average of 28 points per game in their first two wins they gave up an average of 17 points per game so this is a defensive issue and look if you want to solve a defensive issue you just go over and play the jets and that, that should solve your problems a, a team that's averaging just over 10 points a game uh, i don't think flacco is going to be an improvement uh, i believe lady on bell is back but if they they can't run the ball and even with Le'Veon Bell, uh he'll probably end up catching more passes than he runs. I just I can't get behind the Jets. And if there's anything that scares me is this isn't more points. I I, I could I could see where this is a, a ten or twelve point line. So maybe it's a trap, maybe it's an invitation to Vegas to get us back on Arizona. I don't know, but I'll drink the Kool-Aid. I haven't bet a lot, but I'll bet this one. Give me those Cardinals.
3: I have them winning by seven, the Cardinals. So, what's the line? Seven, seven and a half. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lose by the hook, and I'm not going to take the Jets over half a point. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. Uh, I'm going to just lean Arizona.
1: Rich, you fool! Arizona's going to win by seven point two.
3: <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> no,
1: uh, yeah, shit. It's so close. I'm, I'm really tempted just to shave the hook off. I'm, I'm tempted to buy it down because I want to bet Arizona. I think they can win. If it's seven, bet them seven and a half, maybe just lean them. So I'm going to lean them right now and I'll do some soul searching. I'm going to go sit on the dock and stare out into the ocean and uh, see if I'm going to buy
3: that hook off. Or you can open an account at DraftKings because at DraftKings, it is seven.
1: Well, there you go. That's Mm it. Um, The total in this one is 47, 47 and a half, right Mm -hmm. in that range
0: got this going under and just a, a quick note on the uh, the the money it seems like the sharps are on the jets uh, maybe maybe they've got some uh sentiment for a 35 year old mediocre quarterback uh i don't know but it seems like sharp money is coming in on the jets take that as you will but yeah i like this as an underplay i i just i don't think much of this jets offense even with the the issues that we have seen with the Arizona defense. I, I don't think that they're going to hold up their end of the bargain here.
2: <laughs> yeah. 27 to 20 actually seems like it's a real tall ask for the jets. Um, we we do want to make note. it's been 10, 11 days since the jets played. So um, they've got time, I guess, to for uh, Flacco to practice with the team and, and it, it's the jets. It doesn't matter. I, I'm going to leave me under.
3: This is another one where I have it going significantly under. So by a touchdown, I have them combining for 40. So I'm going to bet the under again in a year where everybody's going over. (laughs) Yeah, I've got it going under
1: too. So just a lean for me on the under here as well. All right, next up, we got Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh opened up minus seven. They're minus seven and a half at Pinnacle, minus seven pretty much everywhere else.
0: Not sure if you heard this, but Big Ben says that the Steelers have gotten the shit under the stick in these COVID cancellations, not the guys that have actually gotten COVID and are sick, but Big Ben and the Steelers because they've had to wait and, you know, boo hoo. Uh, I guess he was looking forward to getting that bye week later in the season when he's dealing with a broken rib or something. (laughs) Sorry, Ben, you've had your bye. Now you can get ready to beat up on the Eagles. Philly. Did look much better last week. Their defense is starting to gel, but I just still worry about their offense, Mm. uh, particularly their offensive line. Both teams can sack the quarterback. I think they're the top two teams in getting to the quarterback uh, this year so far. But I trust the Steelers' offensive line a hell of a lot more than than Philly. So I think it's going to be a rough day for Carson Wentz. Wentz has been throwing way too many interceptions, uh, and and you don't want to turn the ball over to Pittsburgh. So... My numbers actually have this as a push. I have this a, a, at seven. So I'll, I'll lean the team getting the points. So you just consider it as a very slight lean on the Eagles. Hey, you would give them the respect that they deserve. That is the first place
2: Eagles to you. Um, that would be short lived because they're going to get their asses kicked t- tomorrow. <laughs> um, the Steelers give up a grand total of 54 yards per game on the ground. Miles Sanders is their best player. So now you're going to put the ball in Carson Wentz's hand and ask him to throw it 35, 40 times in this game. Um, Deshaun Jackson should be back. Alshon Jeffrey is a maybe. Jalen Reger is a maybe. gets his complement of weapons. Maybe they have a chance here. But their their defense gives them up in chunks, and Sanders won't be able to run. I think with two weeks to get ready for this game, the Steelers um, will be come out and just – Ball's ablaze, And I think the Steelers actually cover this pretty comfortably. So I'm going to bet Pittsburgh.
3: I think that these interstate games are always pretty tough. Now they're actually going to have a few fans in the stands too, about 5,500 uh, fans. So they'll be sitting intermittently with the cardboard cutouts. Uh, I, the, you know, the Eagles have a pretty good defense too. Big Ben is complaining about the time off, says he feels like he lost his rhythm. He's due for one of those games where he throws five interceptions, which he does at least once or twice a year. I think the Eagles are going to cover, but they'll lose. But they're cover. so I'm going to bet the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm.
1: I'm going to lean Pittsburgh here. I don't like this game, yeah, even without the hook. I'm just—I would just lean them. Yeah, it's—it looks to be a little bit closer than the seven. All right, the total in this one, interestingly enough, opened at 47, and it's dropped to 44.
4: Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJens. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars
0: I had this as an under at forty four. I have this as an over. It's 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 right it's it's right in between there. It's between forty four and forty seven. There you go. Um, I, I I think they can get over.
2: Pittsburgh will will do their part. Um, but look, you're not asking for a lot. You you get to twenty four to twenty one. You're over. I think we can get over that.
3: I think this game is going to go under. It's going to be a defensive oriented game. Uh, I expect the Eagles to play good defense. You know, Pittsburgh will play good defense. James Conner doesn't really impress me as much as he does a lot of other folks. I think he's uh, susceptible to injury and he's just susceptible to bad games. I'm going to bet the under here too, which is uh, crazy, but that's what I'm going to do. All right. I, uh,
1: yeah, I'm, same boat as Max. Uh, 47 under, 44 over. So I'm going to jump on the over here. Well, lean the over in this one. Ooh, uh Cincinnati going to Baltimore Ravens open up minus 14. They're minus 13 at pinnacle, minus 12 at Bet 365.
0: Mm, yeah, listen, man, Joe Burrow got his first taste of NFL success mm-hmm. last week and uh, apologies to him, but it's going to be very short lived. It has nothing to do with him, but his opponent, the Ravens just have more overall talent on both sides of the ball. It's going to be tough for the Bengals to pull out a win. Uh, Burrow and Joe Mixon, though, are going to give it their all. Lamar Jackson um, should put the Bengals' defense to their biggest test all season. That all said, it's just way too many points. Cincinnati's trending upward here. Uh, they should, I don't think they're going to be steamrolled by Baltimore. They can eat some clock, then keep this close. I think they can score touchdowns to respond to a Baltimore score as well. So, absolutely, I'm going to bet the Bengals here. <laughs>
2: Um I mean the Bengals just get better right the offensive line the much maligned offensive line only gave up one sack last week Joe Burrow just continues to impress um you know they got they got uh Higgins uh, the rookie wide receiver is getting much more involved um AJ Green not so much uh so look I, I agree Baltimore is going to win this game, but it's, I think it might be the game of the day. I, I honestly do. I think Cincinnati is going to play them tough all the way to the end. I think it's a way closer game than 12 points, so I am definitely betting the Bengals here.
3: This was one of the games in the beginning of the week was what, like 13 and a half, 14? Mm-hmm. That we all targeted Cincinnati in, and I still think that uh, well, Baltimore will win the game. I think Cincinnati will probably cover, but that line movement took me off Cincinnati, so I'm just going to lean Cincinnati. I think they could lose by two touchdowns. They could lose by ten points. So it, they'll be somewhere in that range. So I'm leaning Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, I've got the same kind of fear here too that they'll keep it close, but may, you know, hope, and maybe the wheels fall apart or just fall off the cart at the in the fourth quarter. I'm gonna lean Cincinnati here. I'd feel a lot better catching fourteen though. That might be a bet. But thirteen or twelve? Oh,
0: yeah. Don't don't touch twelve. No, <laughs> no, no. It's <laughs> thirteen and above you're either. And I honestly I I think they can keep it within ten, but it's way too close for comfort if if you're not getting that thirteen or fourteen. I will say this though. A lot of money on Cincinnati. Oh, a I'll lot bet. of money on Cincinnati. And yeah. that's why that line is, is, is like Vegas is f- afraid. Like, Vegas, uh, like C- C- that money came in early on Cincinnati and they dropped the line and that money still keeps coming in on Cincinnati. So this line is probably going to drop even more. So you might see this down to 11 by tomorrow. Mm. That's, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, so if, you, if you go and look at Cincinnati, they're, they're in every single game, whether it was a win, loss, or tie. They're in every single game. I I think this is a seven point game. Honestly.
1: Mm. Well, there you go. Panthers has bet it up to buy or buy it down or what you know to seven. There you go. Uh, the total in on this one opened at fifty two. It's fifty one.
0: Got this going over uh, again. Like uh, we know the Ravens can put up points, and I I think I think Burrow and and Mixon can go tit for tat if they need to. And I mean, it's not going to be that you know. Uh, uh, keeping up with lamar jackson but i think if if the ravens score a touchdown i i think at least the Bengals score a field goal so i think there's going to be points scored here so i I like the over
2: yeah and i like the bengal's brain i mean they they don't just dink and dunk and hand it off to Mixon. They they let the burrow throw the ball he takes shots down the field he's willing to run the ball uh, for big chunks of yardage when needed um, so yeah, I, look, the Bengals are going to score. You only got it's thirty-one to twenty to get to fifty-one. I think we're over that, so I, I'd like the over here.
3: Yeah, I think the over is to play. It's one one of the few games that I have over this week. I think Lamar Jackson has a chance to, from the fantasy projections, to just go crazy in this game and run for a hundred yards, maybe throw for two fifty, account for four touchdowns, and if that's the case, this game goes over. So I'm going to bet on the over bet on the over wow i don't think we've had that before in 2020 have we an over game or me betting you on betting over? on an over
1: no i i hit a couple
3: overs last week okay
1: okay I, i'm gonna shade the over here too uh, it's a lot closer i think than than yeah than we're giving it credit for but i do have it slightly going over Ooh, it's close all right next up we got miami going to san francisco 49ers opened up minus nine. They are minus nine at the Bet365. They're minus eight at Pinnacle, and they're minus eight and a half at a few other books. So take your pick.
0: I would like that nine. <laughs> I'm Plus nine. I would like the plus nine. Of course, not on the minus nine. Miami coach Brian Flores knows a thing or two about Jimmy Garoppolo. Flores was the defensive assistant in New England when Jimmy G was there, so we got to know him fairly well. Flores is Dolphins heading out west, taking on the returning Jimmy G and a healthy george kittle uh, which is, i think that gets the niners offense close to being back to normal for miami they're going to stick with fitzpatrick at qb unless he throws too many interceptions today uh, fitz knows he's on borrow time Tua watch is there which means it's time for fitz to have his quintessential 500 yard 300 uh, three td game i expect the Niners to definitely win this one but it's, it's way too many points for me i'm going to back mr harvard to have a great game and bet the Dolphins. Mm.
2: This is probably one of the most interesting things I've ever seen of an NFL team. Granted it's early. We're on the through the season. The Niners are two and two. Their two losses are home. The two wins are on the road. Niners are at home. They just come off that loss to the Eagles. I don't know. The Dolphins honestly are much better or worse than the Eagles. So the nine points just seems like, Way too many. I get it. The Niners are getting their varsity team back, and the JV can go back to the bench. But um, I think the Dolphins can keep it close. So I'll bet Miami plus the nine.
3: Yeah, the, the um, 49ers are getting back uh, most Aren't Debo Samuel will be in his second game, so he'll be more involved. And he was a really big part of their offense late last year in, in the run to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a close game until the end. I expect the San Francisco defense to just drive Mr. Fitzpatrick nuts instead of five touchdowns. I think you might have a chance to see two of this week from the interceptions and fumbles and sacks. I'm just going to lean San Francisco here, but I'm not going to bet him because nine's a little too high for me. All right. What about eight, Rich? Yeah, I think around eight is about right, somewhere there. Seven and a half, even though you're getting a hook, I would be all over San Francisco. But I, I have it like right in that area.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna lean Miami. Just I want the points, but I don't, I don't trust Miami enough to actually bet him right now. Um, what, what, what do you think he's familiar with with Jimmy G? How well he holds the clipboard? Uh, well, he shines Tom Brady's shoes.
0: Uh, I mean, he, he, he saw Jimmy G in, in practice yeah, squad. Yeah, he, he, was to, he was able to throw, you know, his, the defense was, was warming up against Jimmy G. They weren't going to be hitting uh, Brady, I think. <laughs> uh, again, I think he, he's, he, he knows a thing or two about Jimmy no, G and, and his mediocrity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the, the total in this one opened at 49 and a half. It's 50 and a half a pinnacle, 51 bet 365.
0: I got this going under. I, I'm. I I don't. You know. Again, I, I I know that the the Niners. Uh, they're what twenty and six with Jimmy G as their quarterback in, in the time span. Uh, that, that he's been there. I know that they can put up points, but I I still think they've got you know some injury problems, and I don't put them in as high regard as I did you know last season or even before in the preseason i, I think this is a team that's, that's dealing with too many injuries and too many questions so and then there's the dolphins so I, i'll go with the under here
2: uh, this will be all about the 49ers defense because when when the 49ers win they're winning big and their defense shows up and shuts the other team down and when the 49ers lose um, They're giving up, you know, 24, or 28 points. So um, this will be all about the Niners defense if they decide to show up. I think they'll show up enough to slow down the Dolphins. I mean, with that line, you've got to be at 30 to 21. And that seems, that seems quite a bit aggressive to me. So I like the under here.
3: Their defense did show up last week. If you look at the numbers for Philadelphia, Philadelphia really didn't do much. They got what a, they got some defensive scores, and, or at least if defense put the offense in good position to score. I don't know that that'll happen this week with Miami. Their defense is probably not as good as Philadelphia's defense. I have this game going considerably under, so I'm going to bet the under again. Yeah, I'm
1: on the under too. Like Rich, I've got this going way under the 50, 50 and a half. So, whew. Yeah. Either we know something they don't, or they know something we don't. It'll be interesting to see who's right.
2: And and the fact that it went up is kind of scary.
3: Ah, Every game's going up. All the betters are taking the over, right? 75%, baby. I read an article about that, how all that money's coming in on the over because of the way the season started and and the books are starting to really jack those totals up. And into levels that they, quote, were uncomfortable. So we'll see. This could be a week where it goes under, 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 but it's probably going to be over, over, over.
1: Yeah. Interesting times. All right. Man, this is a kick in the nuts because it was different before. Uh, Giants going to Dallas. Dallas opened up minus nine and a half. They are minus nine and a half a pinnacle. When we hit record, it was Dallas minus seven and a half at Bet365. Now it's eight.
0: Wow. Oh, geez, man. Jason Garrett is going to get his first chance to show the Cowboys what they're missing. You know, mediocrity. (laughs) But seems like they have a good deal of that anyway this season without him. So for the Cowboys, they need to get Ezekiel Elliott involved. They need to run the ball. They can't depend so much on Dak Prescott to just throw so much. And against this Giants team, they should be able to do that. Giants defense has started to play. Better, uh, but their offense just has no chance of keeping up with Dallas. So I think Dallas should just, they shouldn't feel pressed to have to throw so much. They should just get that balanced offense going, get it going early. Hopefully, McCarthy gets the memo here. A lot of money is coming in on New York here, which definitely gives me pause about betting the Cowboys. But my numbers say that this should be an absolute blowout. I will lean Dallas here. But, yeah, I, I, it's shocking the amount of money that's coming in on New York. Uh,
2: yeah, This is the complete opposite of the unstoppable force versus the immovable object. I mean, you've got the we can't do shit on offense versus the, hey, here's our here's the lane, run right through it, and we'll let you score. I, the, the Giants will probably have their best offensive output of the season because the Cowboys' defense is just Swiss cheese with holes all over the place. But, I, I look, I – just don't see where the Giants can keep this close. Uh, It's scary that that line is moving the way it is, but if the Cowboys don't win this game by double digits, we'll go ahead and put McCarthy on watch list too. Uh, Cowboys need to show up. They need to put their – you know, stamp on the ground here, and they're, they're supposed to be playoff contenders and everything. If they can't whip the shit out of the Giants, which at least Garrett did last year, I and mean, that was a knock on the Cowboys, they just beat a bunch of nobodies, uh, didn't show up against playoff teams. Well, this is definitely a nobody. So I'll put it out there. Cowboys, if you screw me, I'll never bet you again. I'm going to bet those Cowboys.
3: You know, be prepared to never bet the Cowboys again. The As bad as the Cowboys defense has been, actually the Giants have let up more yards per game. So the Cowboys should have their way on offense. I do expect they're going to run the ball a lot. But these conference games, being a Cowboys fan, the Giants could be horrible. The Cowboys could be great. And the games were always kind of close. Jason Garrett probably knows where every weakness is on the Cowboys. As, As vanilla as he is, he knows that team probably better than McCarthy does, I would say for sure. What scares me here is the Cowboys get up and then uh, they get a late touchdown from the Giants. I've seen it way too many times. So I'm just going to lean the Cowboys.
1: (sighs) Yeah, man. At the seven, seven and a half range, I was loving the Cowboys. Eight. Even though my numbers tell me Cowboys win in a rout. How many bet have I bet? One tooth fuck i can lose a little bit more money this weekend james is going to come through on the ufc i'll have a little bit extra money to play with so i'm gonna bet the cowboys minus the eight they, i've got them winning by just absolute domination i
0: i tell you no i, I by, by route like i thought my excel was wrong yeah. 22 points yeah 22 points i have dallas beating the giants by yeah
2: mm-hmm. i i'm there i that's like 14 i thought what this line should be like i'm with you guys i think this is an absolute blowout
1: it should be it absolutely should be if not it's like no no we don't start we don't start the clock on quinn start the clock on somebody else because this is just if, if they can't do this then there's something Arch, really wrong. Favorite coach. <laughs> i thought he had learned some stuff with like the pro football focus guys i thought he had gotten smarter turns out he may have gotten fucking dumber
3: Uh, Well, I mean, that defense, when you give up as many, do you really trust that defense? I don't. I, I thought at the beginning of the year they'd be better than they are. And also, I think the Giants' defense might prove to be not better than what they are, but Tyrone Smith is out for the year. Half of the Cowboys' starting offensive line is going to be rookies and guys who haven't played before this week. So that offensive line is going to be shaky. With Travis Frederick that retired last year, three of the, f- of the five guys on that line are different than what they were supposed to be. Expect the Giants defense to get more pressure on Dak than you think they're going to get.
1: I think the Giants defense is going to do okay against the run. I mean, Zeke's going to be a non-factor again, but I'm not so sure about that pass defense. I think that you can throw the ball on them.
2: Look, I, they don't have to score a lot. Right, the the Giants are good for eleven and a half points a game. Like as as bad as the Cowboys' defense is, that Giants' offense can't run. Even when they had Barkley, they can't run. They're going to be so far behind. They're going to throw the ball. Um, and I mean, what Golden Tate's going to have a breakout game or something? Like this is, I I just don't see it. I really don't.
0: I am I am liking Richard's suggestion though uh, it was probably off air I don't know if if it came up but uh, I you know I did pick up Gallman just in case uh, uh, on my bench in in fantasy and I do think the Giants have an opportunity to run the ball and control some clock today I, I I don't think it has to be all on Daniel Jones to to be the leading rusher on this team I I think against this Dallas defense and and a lot of the issues they've had the Giants could actually eat half this game away clockwise. So uh, I guess that brings us to the total.
1: The total in this one is 54. It opened at 54. It is 54. Under. There you
2: go. (laughs) 31 to 23 is where you got to be to get that over. No chance in hell. The Giants score 23 points. Um, So I'm
3: under. I think there's a chance in hell. You just saw Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt and some other guy nobody ever heard of that we can't even remember his name, run for 300 yards on the Cowboys. It's like Oklahoma in the 1970s or Navy against some no-name team in college football. 300 yards? I I have the game going under, too, but not enough to bet it, but I'm going to lean the under.
1: Yeah, I'm on the under here as well. They, They just can't quite get there in my mind, so it's definitely an underplay. All right, next up, we've got Indianapolis, Cleveland. Colts on the road open up minus one. They are minus one at most books. They're they're pick them at a few.
0: Those are off brand books. Cleveland is three and one. They're definitely on an upward trend. Uh, Baker Mayfield has not been making a ton of stupid mistakes the last few weeks. Running game has been very solid. Uh, They get a huge test this week, though, against a very mighty Colts defense. And they're also going to have to see if they can repeat what they did last week without Nick Chubb. Uh, They were actually damn good with Kareem Hunt and Dearnest Johnson. So let's see if they can thrive again without Chubb. For Indy, I think it really comes down to the turnover battle. This is a team that can control a game if Old Man Rivers doesn't give the ball away. If he doesn't throw interceptions, I think this team has a really good chance at success this season. Both teams, this is a measuring stick game. Right, I think uh, Indy hasn't really beaten anyone to note. The Browns, they really haven't beaten anyone to note. So, if the Browns really are serious about making the playoffs, this is this is an important game for them. It's it's a home game for the Browns. They are an underdog. I, I kind of like that man. It's it's barely an underdog, but it's still an underdog. I think the Browns win this one. So, I will bet Cleveland.
1: Oh, you are bet. Oh, okay.
0: I'm gonna bet Cleveland. I had already yeah.
1: typed in L E A.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, you'd like to think this is might be the game of the day, um, but you know Max hit it on the head. They they haven't really beaten anybody. Um, both have lost week one. Uh, everybody remembers that Cleveland just absolute no show against Baltimore, losing thirty eight to six. Then they went on to beat the Bengals, Washington, and then the aforementioned three hundred yard rushing game against Dallas. But the, but the big takeaway for that is they've given up 30, 20, and 38 points in those games. So Cleve, the dog pound is more kind of like a puppy pound because they're just giving up chunks and points and yards. Um, they need to shore that up because Indianapolis gives up nothing. In their last three games, they've given up 11 points, 7 points, and 11 points. This is the stingiest defense, and they haven't had to ask Phillip Rivers to do a lot. So it's kind of, well, you know, something's got to give. That that Cleveland offense, Indianapolis defense, Um, I just – when you flip the script and it's the Colts offense against that Cleveland defense, I trust the Colts scenario on that side much more. I think the Colts can get this done. I'm going to bet Indianapolis.
3: If the – Indianapolis Colts can stop the Cleveland running game. That's going to put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands more in this game than he's had to do against – I mean, Washington's defense, no one's going to write home about that. We all know about the Cowboys lighting up a record amount of points. And then Cincinnati's defense is okay. The only really good defense that they played against was against Baltimore, and they only scored six points. I think the Colts' defense is probably as good. I'm kind of hoping that the money continues to come in on Cleveland and this game flips – to the uh, Colts getting some points because then I have my money line for the day. I'm going to bet Indianapolis to win this game.
1: Mm. Somebody's going to win the game. I'm just not entirely sure who. <laughs> oh man,
2: they don't have to. It's the NFL. Yeah, has yeah, It
1: yeah, could be a this could be a tie. I mean, the Colts might win or the uh, the Browns might win. That's what my sheet's telling me. I'm going to lean the Colts catch or the, the the Browns, excuse me, catching one point. Just, just a lean for me because I, I couldn't tell you. I got no confidence in this game at all. Uh forty-seven is the total. That's where it opened. That's where it is.
0: Got it going over. I do have it going over. I, I know we're talking about the Colts defense here. Um, I think the Browns can put up some points here, and I think the Colts can put up some points here too. So, um, yeah, uh, forty-seven. It's definitely doable for me. Twenty-four
2: to twenty-three is where you got to be to get there. Yeah. Um. I can see it, and I can not see it. Uh, Colt, Colt, you know, like the, the Colts aren't all that explosive. I mean, they, they, they chew the clock. Jonathan Taylor runs the ball. Phillip Rivers does his dink and dunk stuff. He really doesn't challenge down the field. So, look, if this is going over, it's because Baker Mayfield's made some big plays and that running game got to the Colts' defense. I'm not a big believer in that, so I'm going to lean the under here.
3: This is my push for the week. Ah. I have him scoring exactly 47 points. So I actually have the Colts winning 27 to 20. Yeah, So that's push for me. Push for you. Your,
1: your, your push calls have not hit yet, Rich. So we're still waiting for one to cash in.
3: I missed. I, 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 I didn't call the push, but I did say that the Bears' game against um, uh, this last weekend, this last Thursday, would score 39. And I got that one right. You
1: got that one right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to lean the uh, over here as well. I've got this going, yeah, a few points over. So I feel comfortable with that. I think it could go over without too many hiccups. All right, and the last game on Sunday, we've got Minnesota going to Seattle. Uh, the uh, I almost, um, I, I want to drop an f bomb so bad on them. Seattle opened up minus seven and a half. The very talented, not overperforming team at all, is minus seven right now.
0: Uh, Seattle has a chance to go 5-0 for the first time in franchise history. Standing in their way, though, is a Vikings team that finally looked like it was starting to click last week. The key to Minnesota's success is to get the ball to Dalvin Cook, avoid their big defensive gaffes, and also limit Kirk Cousins' turnovers. Easy, right? There you go. That's the recipe. There you go. That's how you win. Just do it. My numbers say to take Seattle here, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous that they're playing a bit above their heads. I'm nervous that the Vikings have been playing below theirs and are starting to trend upward. Seattle should win this one, but I think this is closer than what that line says. I I will lean the Seahawks here because, again, my numbers say that they should cover this one, but uh, that's a low-confidence lean for me.
2: You know, part of part of the issue here is for, for both teams has is, is been their defense. Um, Seattle, to their credit, doesn't have to play a lot of defense because they're scoring 38, 35, 38, 31 points per game. You can kind of take your foot off the gas, I guess. Um, but it, it just leaves you scratching your head going, hey, does Seattle have anything on the defensive side of the ball or not? No. Minnesota, on, on the same – you know, same side of the book here last week was their best defensive output and they still gave up 23 points. They're going to give up more than 23 to Seattle. um, But I think this is going to be a high scoring game. Both teams are going to move the ball. There's going to be big plays, but um, I think Minnesota is in this game all the way to the end. So I'm going to bet the Vikings.
3: I have them in, in a very close game. I have the Vikings covering by one point, which is not enough for me to bet. So I'm just going to lean Minnesota. Since Jefferson has uh, Kirk Cousins has figured out that he has more than one wide receiver on the field, their offense has been more dynamic. That Seattle defense sucks, especially against the pass. I think you're going to see big day from Kirk Cousins, his wide receivers, and Dalvin Cook, and they'll stay within that number. I like it.
1: I'm going to, you know, I've got to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to bet Minnesota plus the seven. I'd feel so much better with that hook, but uh, yeah, I'll take Minnesota plus the seven. Easy money right there. (laughs) <laughs> I know Seattle's going to make me look foolish. I feel like you every year against the Packers, Max.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, you know, honestly, like, I, I I could see this going to overtime. I I could see this being tied up and then Seattle pulling out a three point win in overtime or something yeah. like that, or you know, maybe even scoring the touchdown and winning by six in overtime. Like really, uh, I, I yeah, I I get some iffy feelings about the Seattle team. They're, I do, hmm.
1: I do too. But I will say, it's prime time, Kirk. Uh, yeah, there's
0: um, yeah, we, we know how that goes. Yeah.
1: All right, fifty-seven and a half is where the total opened. It's fifty-seven at Pinnacle, fifty-six and a half at Bet three sixty-five.
0: I think I kind of called my shot. Uh, I think this is going to be an overplay. I do. I, I think that both teams can put up points, will put up points, and if this goes into overtime. the. Kind of what I'm, I'm predicting is, uh, yeah, this 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 a team's gonna score uh, you know extra three to six points <laughs> that, that I I need to calculate for in my total. So uh, yeah, I, I like the over here.
2: Russell Wilson's thrown for 16 touchdowns his first four games, so I mean he, he's good for 28 points by himself. You got to be at 32 25 to get the over. Um, I think both these teams are in the 30s. This is going to be about the most entertaining, fun game to watch all day. So great call, NFL, on Sunday Night Football. I'll be watching, and I'll be betting the over.
3: I have this game, this borderline one point over, one point under, depending upon some different factors. I I don't think either team's going to play any defense because they can't play defense. So I'm just going to lean the over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over in this one as well.
1: So I feel good. I got one. I did. I'm only one half square sucker in this primetime game. (laughs) (laughs) 57. Oh, boy. It's going to go under, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So before we wrap all this up, we got a weird question here. I'll put it up on the screen from Thomas here. he has got one more question. I know you did my jets already, but how many more games do you have them winning the rest of the season over or under three and if you want to, I've got the Jets' schedule pulled up.
0: Yeah, let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's Jets look.
1: play the Cardinals, obviously. They play the Chargers. They play the Bills. They play the Chiefs. They play the Patriots, Dolphins, Dolphins, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, Browns, Patriots.
0: I don't think they win a game all season. I think they're only fifteen. <laughs> yeah, it's really it gets under 3. I'm I'm sorry Thomas. I am Thomas. I, listen, like I, I have a lot of I'm I'm here in Jersey. I got a lot of friends who are Jets fans. This could be an 0 16 season. I'm sorry.
2: It's very likely an 0 16 season. I would say their best chance is back to back against the Dolphins. You might you might be able to get one of those. But other than that, I tell you if anything, you're rooting just to stay within 7 points of all these games. <laughs>
3: I don't think that's what you're really rooting for as a Jets fan. I a think quick a death. You're rooting fan, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you're rooting for Trevor Lawrence and maybe Debo, uh, the coach down there as well. so um, I, I have him winning exactly three, so I, I can't go over or under, so if you can bet exactly three, I would bet exactly three. Yeah. Whew, it's tough.
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to go under three. Just wow, I don't know how, I don't know where they get three out of there oh man all right well that was good we did every single nfl game on sunday every single spread every single total and now it's time for us to get out of here M- max
0: that is it that is it you want more nfl talk you want more nfl action you want anything head over to dot or download the dgens app for android or ios let us know what you think about our picks your picks anyone's picks you can listen to us on that app or on stitcher spotify apple pod amazon podcast google pod podcast that TuneIn, Pots, and i Heart radio no matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, and come subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Buy our t shirts. Rich, final words. Yes, indeed. Buy your
3: t shirts. I bought myself a nice money line mafia sweatshirt for the Godfather, the new Godfather. And, you know, make sure you tell your friends about it. Uh, absolute degeneracy it's going to be a big weekend of sports we got probably an nba championship going to be hoisted uh during the weekend you got the championship series in baseball started and of course you have a huge weekend of football like always the nfl is the dominant sport so make sure you tell your friends about us on your social sites call them up let them know about absolute degeneracy because friends don't let friends bet without ad Mr. Panther, I have no idea where you are, but I know what you're going to do next, and that's take us home.
2: It's Saturday, so Panthers at home staring at the computer screen and talking to my fellow D-Gens. Um, yeah, fun weekend. We Finally, the finally Notre Dame is back on the field. Big college football games, big NFL games. Um, NFL on Monday as well, Tuesday. No Thursday game now. So uh, interesting week. We'll see how things shake out. But you guys know the deal. Let us know what you did last week. What you going to do this week and when it's all said and done, kids, that's all. Maximum, my
3: fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.